Welcome back, everybody, to the show of Flyway Connections. Again, like always, I'm here with my buddy Joe. Joe? Hey, how you guys doing today? All right, so today we're just going to kind of shoot the shit, I guess you would say, as uh, Joe mentioned earlier. Um, we're just going to talk about shotgun techniques uh, as far as shooting or leading birds and which bird to hit. Uh, not going to get too crazy in detail, but again, this is just our experience, our experience and how we... Uh, did you guys radio issues over there? Yeah, I think a little bit. But uh, how we... Um, how we as individuals uh, prefer our shooting when it comes to waterfowl. Um, but I guess today, let's just, I mean, let's just kick it off kind of, we're also just going to be kind of bullshitting with each other, but let's go ahead and kick it off, man. I mean, we're just kind of winging this one. So as far as shooting and I'll kind of go first, just because I'm the newbie in this, um, We'll, we'll break it down real simple and real easy. We'll go by step by step. So when it comes to, for me, it's all about uh, breathing and uh, I guess maintaining and shotguns, not so much as a sight picture, but maintaining some type of sight. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Joe? Uh, so like, I'm kind of opposite. You said breathing. Uh, so both of our backgrounds, military, you know, we shoot a lot of, you know, CQB, yeah, shot you know, shot long range, all that stuff. Uh, a little bit different than the shotgun. I mean, I grew up shotgun shooting. Um, I mean, I shot way more shotguns in my life before the military than you know before. Just curious, did that, did that affect you when you joined the military? As far as like shooting, the way we're taught to shoot, um, even just a little bit, just because yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I I just had bad habits, and, you yeah. know. And you know, obviously, over in uh, basic training, they they nicely correct your bad habits. Yeah, <laughs> endless nicely. repetition or boot force trauma. Yeah, nicely. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I, honestly, man, I think I was opposite, and we kind of talked about this. Is like, you know, both eyes open with a shotgun. Yeah, um, it typically is both eyes open, depending on which sight you're using on long range with. Um, and by all means, I'm not a, a professional just from my experience, as far as shooting, uh, rifles, I did grow up shooting, uh, uh, rifles for hunting. Um, didn't really shoot shotguns as much. I shot them, but just for fun. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it was kind of opposite with me. Um, and I, when I say breathing, it's, uh, waterfowl hunting or any type of bird hunting is quick. Um, it's fast. I mean, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, it's something that it, it's kind of like playing baseball. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like, you know, both of you, know, both of us, and we're both ball players. Um, both grew up playing baseball. Um, and you know, just, there's always, you know, you talk, you know, listen to all these other podcasts and everything. I don't know what it is about baseball and duck hunting. Somehow they go hand in hand, you know, baseball and yeah. Duck, duck hunters are baseball players, and baseball players are duck hunters. I mean, look it up. Well, you, um, you'll see that kind of. I, I think what fact. it is, man, I think it's it's that. I think a lot of it has to do with that the small, you know, baseball and eye coordination. I think, it's time to, I think it's the time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. you know, uh, well, yeah, I guess. Baseball's in like, spring, and then yeah, duck hunting's in the but, fall. But you got to um, think, like, it's almost like. 
everything's a and people are like, oh, baseball. So, yeah, but you don't play it. So um, when it comes to hitting, I mean, you're that eye coordination on when, yeah. when to swing or I mean, even when you get a pop fly or a grounder, keeping that eye coordination, it's kind of the same thing with Doug, keeping that eye coordination. with Yeah, that, that, that yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely with shotgun shooting. Yeah. Like you were saying, earlier, like breathing. I don't notice my breathing when I'm shotgun shooting. Um, but I do notice on side pack. I, like, I have a certain side picture that I look for mm-hmm. when I am shotgun shooting. And I'm when shooting, I shoot birds and all that. When I say breathing, man, I mean like. So when I, when I swing a, a bat, it's not, I'm not holding my breath, you know, Yeah, it's just a fluent motion. It, it's kind of like boxing. Yeah. The same thing. You, you throw that jab. It's a, you know, you, you, breathe, you, you, you exhale. On the, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was kind of, I mean, I guess it's just muscle memory. Maybe you don't notice it because it's muscle memory for you. You kind of grew up doing that. Um, it's just to me, man, it's just muscle memory, I think. And I, it's not too much focus into breathing just because it is fast pace. I mean, you are shooting a bird, especially what canvas bat can hit. What? I don't know. <laughs> 60 some miles an hour. Or yeah. Um, I mean, so like, actually I'm going to look that up. Cause that's going to bug me. I want to see how yeah. fast I want to say it's around 60. You might be right. Yeah, I thought it was like 60. So again, well, I'm not a biologist. So uh, but we did seven on the show the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait yeah, for so- that podcast to be coming out before this one. Um, yeah, it is like, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to wait for it. They're going to hear from it, but, uh, but yeah. So like for me, like shooting with me and, uh, bird hunting, I don't care if it's pheasant hunting, dove hunting, duck, goose. It's all about consistency, uh, consistency yeah. with pulling up, you know, knowing what your gun's going to do, you know, using the same guns. Every time you go hunting, I mean, there's some guys that have tons of shotguns and they're using the different shotguns every time they go hunting. For me, it's always consistency, man. Yeah. Don't, I mean, kind of like, you know, once again, you know, like the Army, like having the same gun, knowing what that gun's doing, the same style, same type of chokes. Uh, you know, with me with hunting, I don't care if it's duck calling, decoys, shooting. I'm very, you know, people, some people call me fanboys. I might, I might be, but everything's consistent. I'm using, you know, all my chokes are in vector plus chokes. They fit on all my shotguns. All my shotguns are, you know, taking vector plus ch- um, choke threads. Um, and then, you know, I have three waterfowl shotguns that I use consistently for waterfowl. I do have an A5, old A, Belgium A5 that I'll use every now and then. Because it was my great grandfather's, and sometimes I want to kill a couple birds with it. But for me, it's consistency. You look at all my shotguns I have right here. Um, every single one of them. You know, this is my the new fella. Uh, my Winchester XS4. You'll notice on it a pattern master choke, a um, a true glow. Uh, shotgun bead, what they're uh, what they call their wing bead. With that fly, flyway connections, bus off sticker. Just had to throw that one out there. I mean, the, for mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're in the mail. You look at uh, I should have I should have took them out of the mail. You're coming down here pretty soon, but you you look at my BSP. Yeah, this used to be my primary waterfowl shotgun. Uh, for the marsh, this Browning BSP. 
Um, once again, pattern master choke on it. A modified with, you know, with if you look and see, with the same bead system. I really like that long bead system, dual color. Um, it really lets me know the beads for me don't really help me with like where it is in relation to the target. Cause I'm, you know, I use both eyes open. I use my bead system to ensure that I'm getting my good cheek placement, that the gun's coming up and I'm putting that gun to the right part of my shoulder. I have a good cheek well. And when I see that bead evenly dispersed on my barrel, on the rib, every time I know, hey, I know I have a good mount. What some people do when you see shotgun shooting mm-hmm. is you'll see guys and you'll even, t- you know, p- guy, you know, if there's any guys or anyone listening to me, you'll see it or some of these old timers. Guys shoot like this. They get so excited, birds come in. You know, you can see me. My head's not even touching the shotgun. And even when I'm taking people, 90% of the time I'm, I'm, you know, watching people shoot mm-hmm. to include me, my, my, my co-host. <laughs> Yo, can, uh, I can hear your fan, man. Is it uh, hot in there? Yeah, man. My wife just cooked dinner in, in the house. Is, is it annoying? You turn it off? Well, I'm sure the, the listeners are going to be like, man, <laughs> shut that thing time up. up. <laughs> hey, shut that thing, that clicking noise off. <laughs> I mean, but, hey, just uh, I didn't mean to cut you off for our listeners. I mean, we are running through a uh, sky. I, actually, I do, the only thing I did like about Zoom was that if I did this, you couldn't see anything in my back. So let me. Uh, these people know that I, I'm actually in my closet right now, and Joe has, Joe, Joe has a little joke about that. But um, what else? Anyways, uh, actually, yeah, this is. Oh, go ahead, man. Yeah, going back in the right here is my XSP Winchester shooting, you know, long behold, a Pattern Master Anaconda with the same yeah. true low sight. Um, you know, yeah, like I was saying before, you know, you see a lot of guys shooting. I'm no shooting expert. I don't shoot in competition. I just duck hunt a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, you see, guys, it, it's all about from the start. You know, it's, you know, consistency. I mean, consistency, oh, uh, yeah, it's using consistently, consistently using the same gear. Uh, same it gear, hurts. same sight. But the consistency even goes to what you're doing in the blind. You know, and when I'm in my blind, you know, or in the timber, I'm holding the gun the same way when I'm working birds. I'm using the same hand when I'm calling. When I go, you yeah, see that? I see it. It's um, You know, I have the same when birds are coming in. Yeah. It's one in the right to my shoulder. Get it good in the shoulder. Bringing that stop to my cheek. Look at the bead and sure now you can see the bead. And then it's getting that good sight picture of both eyes open consistently looking at that bird and getting that bird where it's um where I can see it and I'm move, I'm swinging my gun I don't you know some people say and I learned this when you know back in the day from old timers is you put that bead on the on the butt of the bird you move it from the butt to the you know through the bird cutting the bird in half get to the beak pull the trigger uh I don't do that anymore um 
I start in, in, in front of the bird. Yeah. yeah and I, I think, I think that's something I, so, so everybody knows I actually shoot a Benelli Nova. Um, it was recently owned, owned by Joe. Uh, I just shoot it better. Like this. <laughs> um, but I, my next one is definitely this season. I'll have a uh, Eagle black, uh, Super Black Eagle? Yeah, Super Black Eagle 6. Or Super 6. I don't even know why I said 6. But Super Black, it is 3. Yeah, Super Black Eagle uh, Benelli. So, um, anyways, I obviously I didn't I, I didn't do uh, grow up duck hunting. Um, but like I said, that speed. So, I definitely like to lead it. Um, and there was something you said one time. You like to lead it a little bit more above, uh, in front of the beak. And I felt that that actually... To me personally, and I don't know if you remember that. To me personally, that that actually I feel like it works because the way I shoot, I still have that those bad habits of taking my time to take that shot. Cause then it's for instance, like when we go when we go to the range, right? Pop up targets, you know which one has will stay up for so many seconds. Yeah, so so many seconds three, yeah if you're hitting the hundred meter or whatever target for or further, um, it's gonna be up for a while. If you're yeah. 25, 25 meters right there, boom. You it's know, a five second shot. Yeah, five second yeah. shot. But with birds, you don't have it's you really don't have that. So it's, you gotta find that 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 um medium. You to, to me, I slow I'm I in my mind I slow that bird down. And what I mean by that is oh, so you yeah. have more time, you really have more time than you, you think you do. Yeah. Uh, what happens is most people that miss, they rush the shot. Yeah, and uh, I think that's what I did in the beginning. So but, as I was doing it, as soon as I would lead them, I it worked. Like yeah. I take that shot. But. Um, I mean, first and foremost, once you get a shotgun and you get new ammo, I mean, and you know, just like what Lee said from Boss Shot Shells, is get a new shotgun, a new choke, and ammo. Pattern it. Every shotgun with every choke combination with every ammo combination is going to do something different. Uh, so yes, I will say pattern them. See where that pattern is holding with you, how, with your body. Um, what I think some people do is they stop there, um, yeah. and then they go duck hunting. I Man, you got to shoot clay. I think shooting clay pigeons, you sporting pigeons, five stand, uh, trap, skeet, shoot something that's moving, so you know how your shotgun acts to a moving target. How do you really? How do you act? Um, and you know, where you're going to, you know, where you're going to lead, uh, are you going to lead a little high? Are you going to lead a little low? Um, you know, or is it, it, you know, you have that magic shotgun that shoots straight and you're just putting it on his beak, letting it come off an inch and pulling it. Um, because you know, people talk about different leads and stuff. Like for me, I don't know when I'm shooting, how, you know, how far the birds are. I do consistent things like I can consistently put my furthest decoy at a certain, you know, yardage. You know, I usually keep my first decoy out at, you know, at the 30 yards mm-hmm. to know like, hey, if this if the birds are in within this decoy, then I know it's a 30 yard, 35 yard shot. That's a shot I know I'm gonna take. Boom. Um but, I mean, honestly, you know, people, some people don't know. You don't know how, you know, people say at this many yards, you got to leave this. When, you know, I, I people- think, I, I think, like you said, consistency. I think if you can stick to, and obviously we're not, we're not, we're definitely not professional skeet guys. We're not, 
But just from our experience in us killing birds, um, like you said, I think if you keep that consistency and you keep that muscle memory and let go of all this thinking, because I think when it comes to waterfowl, like, or any type of hunting or outdoors, to me, it's just, I just let go of thought and I just go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's also practicing how you practice, how you shoot skeet. Um, yeah. If you know you're going to be hunting from a pit blind, you know, hey, maybe sometimes, you know, take a stool out there, sit down, stand up and shoot. If you know you're going to be hunting timber, then hey, it's just obviously standing is good for it. But, you know, what some guys don't think about is our, you know, our listeners that are shooting out of um, layout blinds. Yeah. You know, they're shooting up in like a half sit up position. Hey, man, um, practice shooting like that. You know, go somewhere. You know, I know most ranges won't allow it, but, you know, if you can, you may have some private property or a thrower, Take your lay your layout blind. Probably shooting out of your layout blind. Obviously, do everything safely. Um, but I mean, I will say too is like, if you're a veteran or a service member, and and this is just me putting myself out there, uh, I I I have a hunting lease. We can go practice those if you want to this season. Um, get a hold of me. I'm here in the North Texas area. That's fine. I'm sure everyone can... get a hold of them. Everyone get a hold of them. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be honest, I, I, man, I, if it's something to keep me busy, I mean, like Joe, Joe knows, I mean, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners knows, but no, but, um, I'm, I'm unemployed right now, man. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm retired, dog. Like I'm, I'm done. Like it, I, I'm basically sitting around being, uh, stay at home dad, stay at home dad, uh, getting ready to go back to school and stuff, but still like it's, uh, I definitely need, um, something to do to get out there and uh, I, I always love hunting so but anyways besides that I, I i do agree with that i think if you can just go ahead and just go with it muscle memory go to the range do different positions like you said um figure out what works for you and that's fine and if you can actually get with somebody who's a professional skeet guy i don't know if there's really that much if those guys even i'm sure most of them duck hunt but I don't know if those guys can say, well, duck hunting is different from shooting skeet or this is different because I've heard I've heard that all. I've heard that with the competition uh, uh, pistol shooters or whatever. It's like, well, when you're shooting uh, in a movement, it's not the same thing as like when we do competition just as a target. So it's just one of those things. And if there's anybody out there listening who is a professional skeet, or professional, I don't know, clay. What what else is there? I mean, there's you sporting clay. There's five stand, yeah. which I mean, me and you shot five stand yeah. at Honey Break, and five stand like. So if I want to go there and um, toot my horn, I think skeet and trap. I'm pretty decent at, um, especially trap. I you know I grew up pheasant hunting. And, you know you got that you know up and away. Uh, five stand man, like that to me is a challenging like. Now, five stands sometimes you know whoops my butt uh pretty yeah. bad i i get humbled yeah. real quick um <laughs> but i think for me five stand the sporting clay have some more of those realistic angles that they're coming at um i mean yeah, you I shot I, you shot five stand and you know yeah. how difficult that is oh I mean, you know I, I did pretty good but anyways <laughs> oh, seven, <laughs> time out, time out. Yeah, hold on time out let me before we get into that uh seven sure. miles an hour canvas back top, top speed so you got to think man 
that fast going across yeah. that like people like did you get a double digits that day yeah i did i don't think so i think you you, you, no, you i was in last it was uh what's his name you tried uh, to eat the score sheet because you want no one to see it no i didn't you took the score sheet oh. ran off the, but I hey, took, that's, that's another anyways, i took okay <laughs> <laughs> So next time, I think what we'll do for recording one of these shows, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and prove to all our audience that I'm the better shot. And then if for some reason I don't shoot that good, it's because I'm sick or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I shot quite better than you. I'm going to go there. For the first time. All right. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Uh, yes. I think. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So I was saying, you know, pattern your shotgun. Um, find what site, what bead. You know, some people might like the old-fashioned beads. There's a dual bead system. Like you see along the Mossbergs. Um, they have, you know, find what bead system works for you. Uh, like I said, what I use my bead for is to ensure that I have a good cheek well. That bead's in the same spot. I know, you know, my stock to cheek is good. I'm centered. And that's, you know, once I realize from the bead, that's where I have it at. And it's not a cattywampus. Then I'm looking at that. Both eyes open. I'm looking at that bird, and I'm trying to get you know just in front of the bird. Um, and from there, I kind of, I kind of just feel it out. Yeah. But I either shoot, and if I miss, kind of hopefully I see where my wad went. If it was tight to the bird, then I move it out a little further. My second shot will be, you know, I come off it a little bit more, or if I was way ahead of it. Um, he takes them back. Most people, when they miss, they miss behind the you know, they behind the bird. Um, yeah. you know, because there's a saying in duck hunting shoot where they're going, not where they've been. Um, that's what all, you know, a lot of the old timers say. And it's because most people that miss in waterfowl or any bird, they're shooting behind it. Um, especially, I think, you know, I, I think too, like, especially when it comes to shotguns, just from what I've seen in my experience so far um some of it has to do with the i mean the ammo you're using because some of that pattern's pretty and how far that bird is like there's there's pockets in your pattern that could miss the bird or maybe get hit by one bead and it's still good to fly you get what i'm saying so yeah um i think i think like you said earlier pattern your shotgun see where pattern and distance i would say you know use distance to see how it patterns in certain distances and um you know play with ammo uh, like boss shotgun shells you really don't need a choke to shoot with it but i mean i know people who shoot with it and it helps so i uh, even and i'm not i know this is a conversation that gets way beyond my knowledge but just from uh I guess reading the science behind all that stuff. And I mean, I use a pattern matching uh, code black duck uh, choke and I'll shoot it with the boss shotgun shells. Do you need it? Probably you, you don't, you don't need it with a boss. I mean, I don't, I don't think you need it with a boss, but to kill ducks. Uh, I mean, that's just my opinion. Joe probably is looking all poopsies. Like he has nah. something to say. And so I, I think, you know, people get way into that stuff. Uh, like, yeah. you know, not gonna call anyone out on the on the interweb. No, I won't be interweb inter- interweb tough guy or whatnot. Yeah. But um, you know, I was on it. I'm not even gonna tell you what Facebook page I was on when me and uh, a said individual got into a heated debate, and I kind of realized, like, oh man, what am, what am I doing? Like, all right, whatever, you win. Like, fine guy. <laughs> like, I've seen you know, whatever. 
you, you kill ducks or not. But everyone's like, oh, you know, this whatever works for you. Like, I'll tell you, yeah. I use a pattern master with boss. Some people are like, oh, you know, boss, you know, won't be, you know, won't work with a pattern master or whatnot. I'm killing ducks, man. Yeah. And man, I, and yeah, you've good. seen it. You've seen yeah. it. I'm putting um, the one thing I did when, when Boss first came out. Everyone said shoot a tight pattern. I don't shoot tight patterns, man. Like um, I like shooting modified. You know, that's going back to my consistency. I like shooting modified for ninety percent of my hunting. Do I have? Do I? You know, do I have guns that have a full choke on it? Yes. Um, there's some times where. Um, Later in the season, where I do want that extra ten yards, or you know, or tighter pattern. Um, especially later in the season, when those birds are you know getting fully plumed and they have that you know that thick, thick coat of armor. Um, you know, yeah. you, you see a lot of those diver ducks we shoot. I mean, they're they're hardy birds. You know, those canvas backs, red you know red heads, ring necks. You know, they they're hard. <laughs> they are a hardy bird. Um, they have a yeah. thick fat cap. They you know, they have a you know dense feather coat. So, you know, yeah, there is times where I do, but nine nine times out of ten, I'm shooting, you know, a pattern master of some sort, uh, either the code black line, their traditional line, or, you know, I have a, uh, I have one of their black cloud ones, because sometimes I like shooting black cloud. Um, I have a very, you know, there's some brands that I shoot. I, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm going to shoot black cloud. Uh, heavy, you know, heavy shot if it's not heavy bismuth or heavy, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm gonna shoot boss. Um, usually I shoot boss during teal season all the way up, but sometimes I, you know, I run out of boss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't go to the store and buy boss, but I go to the store and buy um, black cloud, you know, yeah. And, and you see, like, I'll tell you what, I love boss shot shells. Um, but man, um, starting to become a big fan of that um, black cloud, black cloud uh, TSS, that number yeah. nine shot. I mean, yeah, that's uh, see, that's that's hidden uh, budget there. Yeah, I mean it's expensive. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you, it's tungsten. If, yeah, uh, it's a, it's, a, it's if a tungsten mix. Nobody knows. Uh, yeah, I think it's the it's number nine. What I was shooting was number nine tungsten with number. Five, I believe, five or seven. Um, they're Federal's uh, shot stopper shells. And this, I mean to cut you off, but I think what we need to do, man, is, and this is something I think I, I, I mean, I'm sure other people have done it, but we need to go out to the range, do distances, and shoot these shells just to see firsthand. Like, oh yeah, actually, because we we can talk about it, and what we can, I I patterned uh, shotguns before. Or my the the your the Benelli Nova, yeah, yeah, mine. Um, <laughs> you got to switch the name, guy. Forget yeah, but anyways, I patterned that one before I started using Boss, and I and I did it with steel. But I now I'm curious. Okay, now I want to pattern it with Boss. I saw I've seen what Boss does. Yeah, I don't get crips with Boss. It kills ducks. I've seen what it does. I've seen what Bismuth does. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to shoot Tunston just because uh, I'm not balling like Joe over here. Um, I'm not balling that, by any means. <laughs> but, I'm not. 
I just had just a because, let, let, let's just say I spent a little a uh, little too much where I had to like give some leeway for my wife to be like, uh, you're not getting tons and you can get these. Like, all right, cool, you're right. Cause I kind of spent last season. Uh, I'm not even gonna say because she hears this podcast. So and a dog. Probably add, and yeah. Another dog. And the other dog. Uh, you know how that is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean I, I do do that. Um I'll pattern. But see, I'm not once I pattern once, I don't need to really pattern. Like, I don't Wasting my shells pattern like yeah. over and over and over. And I mean, some people, if that's what you do, that's what you do, man, to confirm stuff. Maybe I, stuff I, changes or not. And, and um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't really think pattern for the benefit of us, well, maybe the benefit of me so I can kind of see it, but just so the viewers can see, can kind of yeah. see live, like, hey, you see us doing this. And I'm pretty sure you can find on YouTube people patterning all kinds oh, of there's stuff. Also, but, there's also yeah. great YouTubers out there. That I, I'm just saying, me patterning probably be better just because. I don't know, I'd probably look better than 90% of those people on those that are patterning on YouTube and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think like, where's one YouTube guy that I watch? It's um, Outdoors, Outdoor Limits, I believe. He's some guy from the Kansas, Nebraska area. Uh, he patterned, he does, I'm talking about multiple pattern testing uh, with multiple chokes and multiple guns. Um, I patterned once. Once I see my pattern at distance, next thing I'm doing is I'm shooting claves. I'm shooting things that are flying moving in the air because I know what my gun's going to do. Now it's what's Joe going to do? What's Joe shoulder? How is he going to shoulder it? How am I going to grab it? You know, how am I, you know, my cheek going to, you know, on my buttstock, how am I going to move it past the target? How am I leading? So, yeah, I mean, for me, once I, you know, once I pattern it, then I go shoot it. And then yes, Nine times a time, shooting cheap shells, the cheap, you know, yeah. skeet shell, shells. But I do take my duck hunting loads. I'll take one or two of them, and I'll go shoot a couple, you know, flying pigeons with them just to see that, hey, what is it doing? You know, yeah. how is that wad, you know, where is that wad arcing at? You know, because you ever seen, you're cut a boss shell open, the boss wad looks completely different than yeah, a. Um, black powder right right or, or, or a headshot, a wad, and then we you know what another thing is a hey, uh, people don't do is you know, good thing about you know, shotguns nowadays and technologies, size your shotgun, yeah, you know, on some of the shotguns, like I said, oh, let me grab this one on my X, you know, the SX4. You can kind of see here it has shims in it. Um, you know, I could take this buttstock off. I did. I think it came with two or three shims, and I could take this center shim off and just go run my, my recoil pad. And I'll probably it's probably about a quarter inch, or you know, each shim's a quarter inch shim to get my length of pull to fit you. For yeah. me, shotgun, I use one shim. I don't know if you guys can see it. But it's one shim, it's a little black shim, it blends in with the butt with the recoil pad, and that's a good length of pull for me. You know, people watch on YouTube, gun is cleared. Um, but yeah, that is a good pull for me. It's comfortable, I'm not too far off, I'm not short stubbing it like I'm shooting a youth shotgun. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's some of the old wood shotguns what people used to do back in the day. They used to take them to gunsmiths and they would have them. You know, cut and sh you know, shaved off to fit them, so they had a good cheek, you know, yeah. presentation, and they had a good length of pull. 
Do they need to shorten it up or not? Um, so, I mean, it's there's so much more things besides just patterning. I'm not against patterning. I'm for it. But guys that go there and just pattern one time, put it back, oh, man, look at this, you know, look at this little picture of a duck I shot, you know, 40 meters. You know, yeah. I got, you know, 90 BBs in it. Sweet. But, I mean, that's a uh, – patterning is just a step to learn that consistency of shooting. Um, and, you know, there's so much variables into it. Shooting in, you know, when, when it gets in the later season, you're putting more layers on. You're putting those bigger, thicker coats on. That's going to – different your shooting. Um, maybe in the later season for some guys, you with that extra layer, hey, man, I got to, you know, once, you know, January hits, I got to take that other shim off and make my gun a little bit shorter because, like, I'm adding another layer of clothes on, and you know, it's it's just stuff like that. You know, little, yeah, I mean, I would say too. I mean, I'm kind of curious to just what other people do, and uh, if you're listening to this, I mean, go go to if you want to on social media, face Facebook, Flyway Connections podcast. Um, put a picture on there. Let us see what you do. Let us see your techniques. Uh, put a video on there. I mean, uh, or, I'm curious. So- I think anybody's curious. You could do it. Uh, you could send stuff to uh, our uh, website, flywayconnections.com. Or Facebook page. I'll tell you what I've been, yeah. I've been that about. Uh, man, I like seeing what the shotgun setups on are. Yeah. And, you know, I like seeing what your lanyard setup is. Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can. I'm a big duck call nerd. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can vouch for that. So, yeah, I mean, I mean let, let's see I your lanyard. Who's on my duck calls? I'll I mean, tell you what, this one, I mean, I'll put it on the page if you guys follow. Um, put put your picture of your lanyard. Put a picture of your shotgun setup. Um, put put them together, and I would say me and Joe, and we'll get a couple votes. See who's the best, and uh, I'll send out a little surprise for y'all. Um, I'm not gonna don't have anything right now, obviously, but it won't be anything like a, a sticker or nothing. I mean, right now, top of my head, I'm thinking about send. I'll send a, a new brand new drake lanyard or something you know so tangle free lanyard or something but something something nice or uh, or flyaway hoodies or something something nice i mean i'm not i'm definitely not cheap so um i'm I'm actually really curious so uh, i'll definitely look look out on the the facebook page and or instagram or even our website and see when uh we're gonna do that because i'm actually curious about uh everybody else other people's uh Set up, yeah. And if you're a veteran, you got a cool setup. Show me, man. I want to see it. Let's go. Um, and you know, give a shout out to where, what branch service you are, or whatever. Um, but uh, anyways, I, I was something I was curious about, man. I think that'd be pretty good for just everybody kind of get connected and see that. But um, so yeah, I would say from my experience right now, I. I I think everything is good. I think setting it's just com- being comfortable with what you're shooting. Um, and that, yeah. that's, you know, that is something you learn in the military, just being comfortable. Uh, if you're comfortable shooting it and you're confident, then you're going to kill birds. Are you going to miss? Yeah, you're going to miss. I, the best I've heard, I've talked since I've, we've done this podcast, I've talked to guys that are to me professionals and they miss all the time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, don't, it's just, it's part of the game. You know, it, baseball players strike out all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to, you're going you're gonna to strike out. I mean. And I think what I'm missing is, dumb man, people get so stressed out about it. You know, it's part of the fun. It's part of hunting. 
It's yeah, probably another season. Um, don't mean there's gonna be another. Bird, there's gonna be another. There's, hey, like I always say, there's another flock of birds coming in. There's, yeah. there's be another bunch coming in, working the decoys. Um, so I mean, you, you know, have fun. Don't get stressed. The more you stress you get, the more uncomfortable you get, and the worse you're gonna shoot. Um, you know, you feel confident. You know, a lot nine times out of ten, if you feel good about your gun and you feel good about what you're using and you're confident with it, you're gonna have that swag and you're gonna you know go in there. And you're starting to vision when the birds come in. Oh man, those birds are pitching like here. Wings are in a cup in, and then um, shoot them. Big thing, and shoot at stuff what you're comfortable at. Um, you'll hear some. Hey, I am guilty of this. Uh, judge me if you want. I don't care. Hey, I water squat. I am. If I am calling, and if I'm using these duck land, these duck calls, yeah. you know, I spent my hard-earned money on, and something. Yeah, I'm consistent with uh, I use if you look at there's three brands of duck calls on my um lanyards. Coon Coons Creek, mm-hmm. RM, and all my goose all my speckled goose calls are uh Riceland. You know, they're not cheap calls. Yeah. So if I'm calling and I put the time in the calling and I trick those birds like hatched in Canada, flew all the way down here to Louisiana, and they see my decoys and they heard me calling, they're like, Oh, those are friends. I'm gonna go hang on my friends. If I put them on the water, but I'm shooting them off the water. Um, you know, you know, so, you know, some people kind of you know say that's a little unsportsman, but hey man, that's me. Um you gotta kinda watch out sometimes whether you hit some people's decoys or or whatnot. <laughs> but you know, shoot at what you're comfortable shooting at. Uh, to me, that's part of being, you know, part of being an ethical hunter. Don't take that long sky busting shot that you're doing a hell mary on, and either, you know, yeah, you might miss it, and you might, you're, one, you're educating birds. Those birds know that, oh dang, when I got this close to these, you know, to this setup in this situation, guys were shooting at me. Something was happening. Um, things are flying by me. You know, over time, they're gonna start learning that, hey man, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They're going to start learning that, A, when I get this close and at this distance, mm-hmm. I might check it out and I might flare and go land somewhere else. And, you know, because every time I come around this situation, I get shot. Let them come in tight. Yeah. You know, shoot them tight. Um, I like shooting them at feet, not yards. You know, let them work. Work those birds. Get proficient on a duck call. You know, duck hunting or duck hunting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Duck hunting is a team sport. You know that. You know that. That team sport goes with the people in your blinds and yeah. the techniques you use. You know, to be a better shot, you're gonna have to be a better duck caller to get them in. Convince those birds to come in nice, tight. Make those shot easy. Um, yeah. You know, make the shot easy for you. Make it an ethical shot. You know, using the decoys, using the blind, hiding right, using the hide, getting the good blind, you know, or, you know, taking the time and making a good hide, you know, cutting some reeds or whatnot. You got to do to make, you know, camouflage yourself. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, all that stuff, you know, being proficient on a duck call, using the hide, using your decoys, knowing where to set up, all those are techniques and consistencies to become better shots because you're going to get those birds that are going to come in tighter and they're yeah. going to slow down. Um, and, you know, you were talking about, you know, shooting fast birds. I don't like pass shooting. Um, I like when those birds slow down, 
They put their boots on. Their little web feet are reaching for the water. Their wings are just either either back flapping or they're cuffed in, dumping the air. Mm-hmm. You know, make those birds slow down. Make them want to go to where you're at. Um, you know, and that, that even goes back to scouting. Being a better scout will make you be a better shot. You're killing more birds because you're putting that work in. And I think um, what it is, too, is like the best time to do all this and get that muscle memory is off season. Yeah. There is, there's, I know people who don't do that, uh, Joe, during off season. And, uh, you know, just, well, I put my time in the off season, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about your scouting, though. Yeah. You know, I, and that's where I'm lazy at. I mean, for me, I'll talk, I'm very lazy at scouting. Um, yeah. And I think it's because, you know, here in Louisiana, I hunt the same spots all the time. I hunt the same refuges, same. And I kind of like, I'm not saying that I'm I'm in one with the birds of Mother Nature. <laughs> I know this flyway pretty well, you know, from trial and error. And I know where the birds are going to be. I know where they want to be at. Um, I, you know, kind of helps me. And um, I, you know, yeah, scout. Scouting is one of the, I, that's what I know I'm bad at. Uh, you know, I, you know, I duck call, practice duck calling every day. Every day I have a duck call when I'm driving to work, driving home from work. And when I'm in my house driving my wife crazy, I'm duck calling. I usually shoot two or three times a month. I'll shoot clay pigeons. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if it's scouting for me, um, a lot of times what I do, my, I do what I, I like to call virtual scouting. Yeah. And I'll <laughs> Google Maps and stuff. You know, Google Maps, and I'll probably give away some of my techniques, and there's probably guys like, God, I'm, I hate this guy. Yeah. Uh, because I go on, you know, I'll go on uh, Onyx. I'm a big user, proponent of Onyx. Yeah, I use that um, too. There's, you know, there's a bunch of good ones, but for me, Onyx is easy. Maybe so I use it. And I'm, I'm not a very techie guy, but I'll go on Onyx, and I – I can kind of look. I kind of know where ducks want to be, where they're going to get, you know, where they're going to go. Um, and then, man, the Ducks Unlimited app, or you know, the, yeah. you know, some of these like flyway apps. I'll look. I'll see what people are saying on it. And you have your guys. Some and you you can kind of tell sometimes. And I know you guys are listening. And I know you guys are asking my podcast. If it's you, I'm on to some of you guys. You know, some of those guys are like, oh man, I you know. I just ripped into these birds. There's so many birds. I'm like, and I'm like, man, I just hunted the same spot as you did. No birds there. <laughs> I shot one wood duck, and I'm a ganser. Like, man, maybe it's <laughs> just luck, man. Maybe they, yeah. they want to time, time and day. Maybe I. And then there's the other guys where they're like, oh man, um, we didn't get anything. We didn't even see a single bird. I'm like, uh, I hunted in that same refuge a couple ponds over, and I, you know, I heard the booming going. Yeah, yeah, you know, I heard the World War Three happening. Like you guys are shooting at birds. I know that kind of. And then there's some people you see posts every now and then where you're like, "Hey, man, these guys are consistent. They're not, you yeah. know, overly lying, underly lying. They're being kind. of, Hey, we did average. We've seen this many. You're like, all right, cool. And I'll judge my, you know, I'll, I'll judge, uh, kind of my, you know, that internet scouting. You may say, is, you know, this is like, hey, man, a lot of guys are posting on, you know, some of these forums where that there's birds here. And they're kind of consistent. Like they're not overly excited. They're not undercutting it. So, hey, man, let's go try here. Um, now let me go look at my Onyx. Will I see these these two good ponds are good? There's a pond way back out here that I know most people aren't going to want to wade to or kayak out to. Well, let's go do it. Um, to me, that's 
lot of scope, especially with, with, with the job uh, the job I or used to have or have now. That I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to retire. Um, you know, I kind of didn't have the luxury of the nine to five job and the set weekends to go scout. You know, in the off season stuff. So that's kind of scouting I do. I don't recommend that. I go get glass time, go get windshield time, and scout, drive around, look, find the actual birds. Yeah. But for the guys that are hard pressed on time, and you know, scouting's one of the things that is time consuming. There's resources out there, man. You know, look them up, and um, kind of got on that one. You're kind of putting the puzzle pieces together, and you know, you're kind of playing that old game uh, board game. Was it called Clue? Yeah. Trying to put pieces together to find the right spot. Yeah, and then I think uh, talking about resources and stuff, I'm actually. So if you guys haven't heard, we did a launch uh, flywayconnections.com um, and, and, you know, still it's still in the works. But one thing that I did talk to Joe about that we're looking to do is uh, add those resources for y'all. So this way it's easy so you can stay connected. So it's easier for y'all to find those resources instead of just going through site and site and site. Uh, going to try to find some good resources. This way we can post it on our pay on our um flywayconnections.com and then also our social media pages like instagram facebook and twitter so i'm not much of a twitter so if you are a twitterer or whatever i don't know what you guys call yourselves but i'm getting better um you don't see as much stuff oh, on we twitter. have a twitter page yeah we do man oh, uh, dang. you don't see as much you don't see as much stuff on the twitter as you do on the facebook and uh, instagram but i found a way to sync it all uh, if you guys haven't seen our uh our website uh kind of gives a description of what we do and i'm the tech guy by default oh yeah no, <laughs> the day, if he left it up to me and i had to do all this tech stuff like hey we're just not gonna have a podcast like anything happened he's a man behind <laughs> he's a man behind the screen yeah i'm not i'm not any tech guy by all means but uh reading helps a lot so good thing i know how to read so yeah yeah, but anyways, um, hey, you got anything before we go, man? No, nah, that was it. I just said shooting the shit, man. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was that was that was good. Um, like always, I want to go ahead and thank Val and Honor for what they do. I I want to challenge every service member, every veteran, every uh, first responder to look them up. You know, look them up on on social media. Look them up on uh, the internet. Look them up on. Uh, you can look them up on our uh, flywayconnections.com page. We have a direct link to them. Uh, I would definitely challenge you to look them up. Uh, if you can donate and help, uh, by all means, any anything helps uh, for these service members that they and all the they provide more than just taking guys outdoors. I think that was one yeah. thing I kept in social media. I was getting the question like, oh, what, well, what do they do? Just no, they provide mental health, uh, family counseling, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, this is from like we came from a um, on the Valander uh, board, man. We got it is a you know we provide outdoor therapy, but you know you go to their, their homepage and look, we help with you know veteran uh, transitioning and appointment going in from you know from service to the civilian world. We have count, you know, we have uh, behavioral health counselors, you know that. You know, it's twenty four seven on there. Yeah, get get the number, call them up if you're having a bad day or bad. You know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just like, man, I don't, I'm not feeling good. I want to talk to somebody. Hey, there's we have people there. If you want to do something with a getaway with your families, um, you know, kind of about like what John said on 
you know, when we when we kick this whole podcast out, man, we're gonna do stuff for you. I mean, if we if it has to be for, built, taking you guys and doing a build a bear, I mean, we're gonna do it. We're gonna be comfortable with it. I mean, that's of our comfort zone, but we're gonna do it. Um, horseback riding, kayaking, uh, camping, um, you know, or just you know, just check us out. We have a Valinor has a lot of things coming up. There's a lot of changes and growth coming in Valinor. And uh, so, you know, check us out. And if you guys are listening and you want to help out or donate or donate land, donate hunts, or, you know, even, you know, see how you guys can help us help um, the service members and veterans and the first responders and their families. And get in touch with us, man. Because, yeah, I mean, and then if you can't find them, like I said, you can find us and we have a direct link to them on flywayconnections.com and you'll, you'll reach them. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always get a hold of me and Joe through social media or that through the website. Um, there was one else I want to, yeah, I just like brain farted, man. My, my brain just dumped. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it later before the show, but Hey, I want to thank everybody who supported us so far. I want to thank people in the past who've been on the show. Haley, Chelsea, give a shout out to y'all. Uh, Riceland custom calls, uh, Charlie, I can't say what's his last name. Charlie Barbini. Barbini, yeah. Yeah. Um, Golden Coast uh, yeah. outfits. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stump can't. I mean, Stump's I, hilarious. <laughs> uh, Stump, um, we definitely got to have him and John from Valor Honor Outdoors. Outdoors, yeah. Yeah. So, and if I, the other, well, if we, and then if I forgot anybody, uh, don't just send me a hate email. I don't care. But uh, you got anything before we go? Stay tuned. Find us on YouTube. Click that subscribe. like. Subscribe. Yeah. Hit subscribe. that subscribe and like. Yeah. yeah subscribe on, and like. Help us out. Yeah. And on your favorite uh, platform, podcast, uh, platform. podcast platform. Yeah. So, um, but like always, y'all have a good one. Um, and uh, live out and out.